Hello and welcome to a February 19th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And we're going to be talking about Justice League uh, deleted scenes with the digital copy out there. Spoilers if you haven't seen the deleted scenes yet, but um, they're out there if you've purchased this digitally or on Blu-ray. And, you know, it's only two scenes. So we'll talk about them and then sort of the other stuff. What else that we have we know was cut from trailers or reports or things like that and sort of what we might might want to see with a Snyder cut or extended a cut. First off, let's talk about the officially released stuff on Blu-ray and DVD. We get two scenes. The one we've already talked about was Superman looking at the suits. We talked about that last week if you want to check that out. And there's also another scene, the Jurassic Park scene, as some have called it, where Superman goes to see Alfred. Uh, what are your overall thoughts on on those, Zach? I mean, I... I really like these and we've we've talked a little bit about these scenes but I really like these scenes just by themselves because for one thing that music is amazing and put that next to anything and it makes the scene about 10 times better um and it's in both of those scenes and then I don't know just being in that crazy place looking at the suits I don't know it just looks really cool and I really like Henry Cavill as Superman and I like seeing the black suit even if we don't see it on him um but that being said, I don't know how this would fit into the movie. So, like, how do I like it as if it were in the film? I, it would have had to have been a very different film for these scenes to make any sense. So, by themselves, they're pretty cool. But I don't, I don't know how they would work in the Justice League film that we do have. Yeah, I think you could probably tweak and, and fit them in there. My guess is, uh, I, I like these scenes and I, I think they're cool to see. My guess is what happened here and what happened with a lot of justice league is when they get test screenings and stuff taking taking my personal enjoyment of these scenes out of it test screenings one of the biggest complaints about superman in this universe has been just um his thoughtful face where he's thinking he's not really doing nothing so i could see test screenings where people say why is superman just walking through this space closet for a minute looking around <laughs> Um, yeah. what's the point of that? that that's i'm just trying to look at this from from both angles here um whereas if you if you love the universe so far then you think that's a really cool scene so i, I definitely get both sides of it um and i think the talking to alfred scene would be harder to fit in unless you know there was there's more to it i think you would need more to these scenes to fit them in um now from trailers and reports and everything a lot of stuff we we think was going to be in it or have strongly been implied characters like dark side iris west more from lex luther and deathstroke outside of the the post-credit scene and of course the connections to the nightmare scene and batman v superman is there anything that you really wish you could have seen yeah we i mean we got those storyboards of deathstroke breaking lex out of prison and i would have loved to see that in the film somewhere and seen some sort of connection just because you know especially at the end, Lex set up um, a lot of what was going to happen in this film. But even then, some of that stuff got deleted in Batman versus Superman. So it it does kind of make sense. Um, that being said, obviously, I would have loved to see Darkseid and the connection to the nightmare scene. But I think maybe they were, I don't know, I think it would make more sense in a second Justice League film if that second Justice League film had been more of a direct sequel than it will be. So I don't know if or when it's ever going to fit in now. The connections to the nightmare scene. I mean, I think obviously we'll see Darkseid at some point, but I don't know if we'll go back to that nightmare scene. Yeah, I I agree. I think uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, there's a lot to talk about here. I'm really curious how Lex and Deathstroke could have fit in more. Um, Iris and and Darkseid. I think we need to preface all of this by saying there was an original plan before Batman v Superman came out of what Justice League and Justice League Two came out, and that changed. Um, that changed when the Batman v Superman was received the way it was, and that changed again when Zack Snyder stepped away from the film. Um, so there's a lot of fluidity. So all of these things, I would like to see what Iris would have done, what, what dark side would have fit in. But when everything changed so much, I can see them saying, let's not leave, let's not have dark side in this because we're probably not going to do dark side in justice league two. We were thinking of Legion of doom or something like that. Um, so I, I get that from that perspective. You don't want to introduce dark side and then, (laughs) well, I guess, you don't want to. You wouldn't want to introduce a character and then not show them in a film for several years later. But I guess that's been done before. Uh, but you know, if if a new creative team comes in and wants to put their own stamp on it, a different type of dark side or a different design or things like that, I get that from that perspective. And that's that's sort of what I get with all of the things that were cut. Also, along with that, you know, we heard the reports of a two-hour time limit. We both are sort of in favor of the pace of the film. But what did you think on that? Um, I mean, especially like the Iris West part getting, getting cut uh, along with what you said too about like, you know, I think with the flash film, not wanting to set up something that you're then going to have to do differently or change in the next flash film. I think along with that, there, whatever role that she did have, it probably didn't contribute to the story enough or change the outcome of the story enough to make it fit into that two hour, um, time limit. And so maybe that was one of the things that cut, cut, um, but then the, the rest of the stuff, like the dark side and Lex and Deathstroke, I guess Lex and Deathstroke probably might be a victim of that as well, because it's, is that technically outside the runtime with, no, the, that's, that's included in oh, okay. the post-credit scene. Okay. But, um, so more of, but more of them though, I could see how that could be a victim of the shorter runtime as well. Um, but like you said, I, I didn't think the pacing was off, even though they, they maybe shortened the film a little bit. So I was, I was still okay with it. But what do you think just in general of Kevin Sujara saying this needs to be two hours and no more? Yeah, I mean, I don't make films professionally, so I don't know like what the business metrics are on like length of film and profitability and all of that sort of thing. Or And like you said, they've they showed a bunch of different versions of this film, different cuts to test audiences and picked the one that worked the best. And maybe there was complaints about it being too long or the pacing being off. And that's where that constraint came from. But I mean, as a fan, obviously I would be okay with like a five hour long movie. So it's hard for me to say, yes, I'm glad they, they cut it down to two hours. Yeah. I think in general, it's ridiculous to say, Oh, it's gotta be two hours or something like that. What just to, just to look at the other side, which I haven't seen anybody do like what nobody's acknowledging the fact that maybe six months ago or a year ago, they looked at, a two hour they had a two hour and 20 minute or two hour and 30 minute cut with just a ton of extra characters and subplots that didn't really fit into the main story and it didn't work and they said and kevin's this is a hypothetical we don't know if this happened but maybe there was this two hour and 20 minute cut that had just extra plots extra characters that didn't fit in it was just an introduction of iris west didn't have anything to do with anything in the story and they said WB decided, let's just streamline this, cut what doesn't need to be there, only focus on the main plot, and get it down to about two hours. I think that is probably what happened, rather than 
saying, I don't know, just make it two hours. I don't care. That's what I'm guessing has happened. But um, yeah, I don't think it was an arbitrary decision that they said it has to be two hours. It's I, I, I think I agree with you. That's probably what happened is that there was this extra setup of other characters and side stories. You know, that was a complaint for Batman versus Superman. And at least in my opinion, I think yours too. I think the film is way better when you see the ultimate edition that's a lot longer and those side stories and extra characters get more fleshed out and it makes sense in the bigger picture. But maybe they didn't have the time or that just wasn't what was happening with this film. And that's when they decided to cut that sort of stuff. Sure. Yeah. And and some of it could be for creative reasons for not wanting to introduce Iris, like you said, or, or any other character. And some of it could be it just didn't didn't directly have to be there. You know, so with the plot. Um, so I understand like a two hour time limit sounding terrible and it might have been, <laughs> but but I think it could also be a good thing depending on depending on why that two hour time limit was enforced. Yeah. So there was also the recent tweet from Josh Dickey, formerly of Mashable, who said that Zack Snyder was fired just over a year ago, which would mean January, February of 2017. Uh, I'm not really interested in getting into that unless you know we get more specific details or anything like that. I will say the Suicide Squadcast had a good episode this last weekend about what if he was actually fired or if you know um, something we've sort of guessed about is maybe he was they were in a battle with changing the film between Snyder and WB and then you know personal tragedy hit and he just said I don't want to deal with this anymore I don't have the energy or whatever you know whatever happened there I'm not really interested in getting into that until we have more official information um but do you think I think with that I think that lessens the chance of a Snyder cut but do you if that was the case um what do you think do you think we'll see a Snyder cut eventually I mean, definitely. If if that was the case that he was, you know, asked to leave and they didn't like what he was doing, if that had anything to do with the reason that he left, even if he's, like you said, that maybe that was just kind of the straw that broke the camel's back along with everything else. Not that these are, I shouldn't say the straw, like these are big problems, especially that, you know, like the personal tragedy he went through, it wasn't something light or easy to go through. But um, yeah, if if they weren't happy with it, then I don't think we'll see a Snyder cut. And I think... I don't know. I think that he it's not like Batman versus Superman where he had all of the stuff finished and there was, you know, the bigger film there that just got left on the cutting floor. I think there was probably some maybe some competing ideas going on and some things that just didn't get finished. And so I don't I don't know if his whole complete vision, if all of that footage is out there anywhere that you could put together into like a sensible film at all. Right. We know there is a. Hey, let me ask you that. We know there's a, you know, he finished primary production. Uh, that there's a, a cut, a rough cut, at least of that available. Would you rather see that or the original two film outline or script for what ju- the two part Justice League was going to be? If I ha- like, if I only had to pick one and I couldn't have the other, yes, I think I'd rather see the original script for the the two film just to know what the that plan was and to you know picture it in my mind. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really curious what that was. And after BVS hit, we weren't going to get 100% just uh, Zack Snyder film. So, um, yeah, I'm really curious what the original two film outline is, almost more than what the actual Zack Snyder cut is. But I think eventually one day down the line, we could see a Snyder cut. They might not want to do it anytime soon in the next few years because they're focused on the future. I'm kind of ready to be focused on the future of this universe, Aquaman and Wonder Woman 2 and everything like that. 
and there might be some continuity tweaks or characters personalities that are different from Snyder's cut that they just don't want to get into now down the line uh, my hope is kind of maybe in the short term we can see sort of a, some kind of extended cut with maybe some more of Snyder and Whedon films both uh, footage both put back in there make it slightly longer you know these these deleted scenes we talked about earlier that were officially released put those and maybe some other ones in the ones that don't affect the continuity or the characters so much I would like to see that but I mean who knows if we will yeah, I'd love to see that as well. And like you said, there's just so many things of Batman versus Superman that didn't really get paid off that were set up. And I don't think even the deleted scenes that there might be are going to have any of that payoff. I think all of that is, like you said, is in that original two scripts or treatment or whatever they had for the original two part Justice League film. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, so it, I guess just one last thing. Uh, there's the three worst reviewed DC films have been have had the most uh, behind the scenes drama, at least that we've heard about Suicide Squad, Batman v Superman and Justice League, whether it's, you know, cutting runtime or reshoots or anything like that. The ones that have had the most drama have been the worst reviewed. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, it's it's not surprising that I mean, it. the more drama that there is in the back end, the more confusion and kind of chaos and people not knowing what the official line is or what what the studio really wants, you know, clashing personalities, all that stuff that is not really going to make for a great film, probably 99 out of a hundred times. And, you know, I think especially towards the end, you get these competing ideas maybe inside the film and they're not sure which version of it they want to to go out or so they just kind of put some of the things together and see what tests best with audiences and that's what ends up happening but no it's not surprising that the ones with the most drama are the ones that are the the poorest reviewed do you think that is so do you think that is a direct result of wb meddling as many people call it it's hard <laughs> like meddling is a very loaded word because <laughs> i think that probably accurately they maybe looked at this film and they said you know what batman versus superman we let Zack Snyder have probably a lot more leeway than we're having him letting him have right now. And it didn't turn out well. It wasn't a commercial or financial success. I mean, a commercial or um, critical success that we wanted it to be. And it looks like we're running into some of those same things on Justice League. And so financially, I think they have a responsibility to their shareholders to step in and say, okay, maybe we can change some things or nudge him in a different direction that will, we think will end up being better. So I guess that's a nice way to say yes. I think it does have to do with the meddling, but I don't think I don't think we would have gotten a 500 times better film if they had been completely hands off and not tried to do anything at all. Yeah, I so I always feel like I'm apologizing for WB. Like right. I, I understand, but like you said, they do have shareholders to please. I think the biggest problem I'm more disappointed in Warner Brothers from the front end perspective of you need to the director and the studio need to be on the same page from, on the film they want to make. That's something Patty Jenkins talked about a lot with Wonder Woman. They wanted to make the same film. Clearly, like with Justice League, Warner Brothers wanted one film. Zack Snyder wanted to make a different one. And whether you love Zack Snyder or not, that's obviously not a good a good match. And I think that's the same case with Batman v Superman. Once they started seeing test, you know, test audience scores, and same thing with Suicide Squad with David Ayer. And I think you know correlation is not causation. So. If 
three films were poorly received and WB meddled with them, that doesn't mean it is the meddling that caused the problems, especially when they have um, they have test screenings and everything to base everything off of. Um, so I think it's just a situation where they have wanted to be director-driven through five films, but three of the films especially, they decided, you know, they realized they put a they put their trust in a director that they didn't fully trust. And so they had to tweak some things. Um, and that's the thing that I'm hoping goes away in the future. That's what I want to change. I don't, I don't pay much attention to the post-production tweaks or anything like that. If, if the film isn't coming together the way they, they want it to, I think you need to hire directors like Matt Reeves, like James Wan. Those are the type of directors that WB can trust and they have delivered time and again. So I don't think there's going to be any meddling. I'm bat- I don't have any worries about WB meddling with Matt Reeves, Batman because Matt Reeves has proven he can make a critically and financially successful film and he's earned that leeway. So um, Zack Snyder, again, whether you love him or don't, he has not, you know, he's had critical, lots of critical and financial disappointments over the, the course of his career. Um, so I, that's the way WB is looking at things. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm saying uh, that's the way they're looking at it. Yeah. I think he summed it up perfectly. All right. Well, a lot of talk about Justice League, but I I guess we got to get it out of our system and hopefully move on. Uh, Aquaman, Shazam, man. Yeah. Uh, Good stuff coming, but I I thought this was a talk we need to have. Yeah. So that is all we've got for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow.